This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Every writer that you meet will have that one script. That one script that is their heart and soul that they love so very much that has not been discovered yet. That's what this podcast is all about. We find those scripts, these unbelievably original gems, and we bring them to life with a table read of professional actors. Welcome to Undiscovered Scripts, Movies Made of Paper. So Mom Circle is a combination of Orange is the New Black with Bad Moms or Working Moms. Cold open. Interior green Volvo. Night. Then. Quick snapshots of hot sex. Breathless mouths kissing in ecstasy. Limbs intertwined. Fingers locked together. Close up of a clock. 11.04 p.m. Interior boardroom day. Now. Dissolve to reveal a corporate clock, same time, 11.04 a.m. A fancy pen scribbles down the time. Jillian, mid-30s, cutthroat, career-driven, and unapologetically fierce in going after what she wants. Then Kellyanne Conway meets fantastic Mr. Fox, blinks herself out of a memory, and starts to arrange her already arranged notes. She sits at a conference table, cool, confident, ready for domination. She takes in a deep, heavy breath. Interior corporate office hallway, day, now. A cascade of diverse, driven, executive tech types march toward the boardroom. Mr. Khadid, the boss, early 40s, handsome Indian man in an expensive suit, and Mr. Yamaguchi, the client, 60s, Japanese, wearing an even more expensive suit, lead the back. Well, Yamaguchi, you beat me on the green. I have a strong par. Now it's time for us to make you some green. <laughs> Mr. Khadid makes a money gesture and laughs at his witty use of words. The men all laugh in unison. <laughs> Interior boardroom day now. Mr. Khadid opens the door to reveal Jillian, sitting framed in the doorway like a queen receiving her army. Jillian! <laughs> Everyone looks at Jillian awkwardly. Jillian and Mr. Khadid exchange looks conveying polite, nonverbal messages, i.e., what are you doing here? Mr. Yamaguchi, such a pleasure. Jillian St. Germain. Jillian starts to stand to shake Mr. Yamaguchi's hand, but it takes her a minute. Mr. Khadid intercepts Yamaguchi and ushers him to his chair. Jillian is the rising star on an acquisitions team. And soon-to-be partner. In a few months. Mr. Yamaguchi, we are delighted for you to join the Black Book portfolio. Jillian clicks a button to pull up her presentation on the enormous TV screen in the conference room. Jill, I thought we were patching you in. I've worked on the Yamaguchi acquisition for 13 months. I'm not missing this. And what does it mean to be a part of the Black Book portfolio? Excellence. Drive. 
Yamaguchi likes what he hears. The room is proud. It's that chariots of fire moment, but in the corporate boardroom. Then... Pursuit of the impossible. Jillian smiles to cover her discomfort. The rest of the room smiles to cover their confusion, not sure what to make of the situation. We see a pen scribble down the time, 11.09 a.m. That's the black book difference. Yes, power, determination, connection. That's what we believe at Black Book. Drive. The room of executives slowly clap, unsure what to make of the situation. Mr. Khadid takes the lead. Over the past four months, our profit margins have doubled. Jillian crumbles a water bottle. <laughs> Jillian holds her gaze outward. The rest of the room waits in awkward silence. Uh, let's go to lunch and talk more. We just ate. Drinks! On me! Uh, strip club. Let's go. Everyone, come on, everyone out. Jillian sits upright in her chair, smiling a strange smile as the men file out. She holds out her hand to shake Mr. Yamaguchi's. Politely, Mr. Yamaguchi reaches across the table to meet her hand. Jillian's eyes grow big. She grips his hand strong and doesn't let go. She squeezes too hard and breathes heavily. Mr. Yamaguchi attempts to pull away, but can't. So the aide unwraps Jillian's hand from Yamaguchi's. The men file out with awkward smiles, leaving Jillian behind. Jillian smiles awkwardly and waves, counting every second until they leave the room. Once the last executive is out of eyeshot, she screams into her sleeve. The clock reads 11.14 a.m. Cut to interior office hallway, day, now. Jillian runs down the hallway, waddling very quickly, leaving a thick trail of water. Reveal that she is extremely pregnant. Jillian tries to cover herself with files as the water floods out of her dress. She passes by her assistant, T, African-American, mid-twenties, cute, nerdy, smart, think geek squad meets an old Navy commercial, khakis in a sweater vest slash bow tie combo, sits at her cubicle. How do you... Jillian rushed into her office, slamming the door. Go? Off T's look, we hear a scream. Cut to emergency room entryway day, now. The glass doors of the emergency room part ways to reveal Jillian in a wheelchair being rushed into the hospital by T. Top drawer, top drawer of my desk. A nurse intercepts T and takes over driving Jillian's wheelchair. Cut to interior hospital corridor day, now. The nurse wheels Jillian rapidly through the hospital hallways. T tries keeping up, taking notes. Construct the PowerPoint and, uh... The nurse takes off with Jillian and T is left behind. Khadid, send to... Khadid! The nurse wheels Jillian past successive rooms of patients, eagerly anticipating the miracle of life. Time slows down as Jillian travels past room one, a man wearing a mom belly, Kurt, and the wife, Kim, taking selfies. Room two, a big Persian family cheering like it's a football game. Room three, a woman getting birth. <laughs> two women experiencing the primal moment of birth and knowing exactly what to say through their screams. The nurse quickly wheels Jillian next door to her room. Cut to interior hospital, Jillian's room day, now. Dr. Sasson, mid-30s, ethnically ambiguous but with an accent, a career celebrity OBGYN and knows it, is waiting for Jillian with a team of nurses. We told you to come in when your contractions got to five minutes. I had a meeting. The nurses quickly move Jillian from the wheelchair to the bed. Sonia, the head nurse, late 40s, Latinx, definitely on her 36th hour, but still comforting, is checking her vitals. She's fully dilated. 10 centimeters. We have to get this baby out now. Oh, wait, I want drugs. There isn't time. You should have come in earlier. You really should have. Give me epidural. I need you to push. 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 Drugs. Push. Push. Ah! 
Cut to interior hospital, Emmy's room, day, now. Emmy, postpartum mom, early 30s, a sweet flower of a woman, nice to a fault, rescues ants, possibly of Asian descent, sits on the edge of her hospital bed. The room is white and serene. Two technicians take her vitals. The room suddenly swells with Jillian's screams from next door. Emmy looks at the technicians with horror. Totally normal. Yep, normal. They share a look that the screaming is definitely not normal. An alarm sounds in the background. We'll be right back. The technicians race out of the room. Continuous, interior hospital Jillian's room, day, now. Following the two technicians from Emmy's room, they pass by the big Persian family, the mom in the man belly and the wife snapping selfies and the woman giving birth, having just finished giving birth, looking down at her baby in serene bliss. Everyone freezes in horror at Jillian's screams. Short shots of the hospital frozen as we hear Jillian's screams echo throughout the complex. Cut to interior hospital day, Jillian's room now. Jillian's scream morphed into those of a crying baby. Cue music, Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle. Super Mom Circle. Title card, Mom Circle. Created and written by Stephanie Bentley and Diana Varco. Cut to exterior hospital parking lot day, now. A couple weeks later, Jillian is in the parking lot of the hospital, coming back from yet another checkup. She's definitely still adjusting to early motherhood. Worn, wearing sweatpants with baby throw-up stains, braid, no sleep. She notices a flyer on her car that reads, You have a baby. We have solutions. New mommy stress management tips and tricks. Sleep strategies for success. Breastfeeding basics and beyond. Jillian looks at the flyer and rolls her eyes. Another scam, she thinks. Jillian attempts to collapse her stroller but can't. Kristen, a.k.a. Rock and Roll Mom, early 40s with black, short, shredded hair, leather jacket, definitely followed Ozzy in the 80s, effortlessly struts over. Her baby Valkyrie is strapped to her in a white marsupial pouch, accented with skull and crossbones. She is the cool chick, but somehow her kindness makes her even cooler. I got it. Before Jillian can say anything, Kristen easily collapses the stroller one-handed. Thanks. How old? Three weeks. Are you going to Mom Circle? Uh, no, I'm just here for a checkup. I, I don't do support groups. <laughs> I used to tour with Black Sabbath. Things change. Good luck. As if Kristen just completed a mic drop, she walks away towards mom group. Jillian watches her go. With a determination, Jillian puts the stroller up again. She tries to collapse it with one hand, cool and effortless like Kristen. She can't. She tries both hands, shakes the stroller, trying to collapse it. Cut to interior mom group day, now. Kate, the moderator, mid to late 40s, tall, lanky, dark-haired with streaks of salt and pepper. She has spent time in the prenatal nurse and seen it all. Kate is a straight shooter and finds humor in the trenches that is motherhood. Thinks Sarah Silverman meets army nurse meets baby guru, sits with a circle of moms. They stop their discussion to notice Jillian, frozen in the doorway, holding the stroller, defeated. Uh, I couldn't collapse the stroller. The moms all react in ways to acknowledge they've all been there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Come on in. This is a judgment-free zone. Jillian moves to an open spot, still holding the stroller. All the mothers have special baby blankets down for their babies. Jillian sighs, digs in her purse for Starbucks napkins, and lays them on the ground before laying her baby down. She sits next to second-time mom, Melinda. Late 30s, ethnically ambiguous, aspiring life coach, smart and successful with two beautiful children. Michelle Obama meets Martha Stewart. Life's much different now, isn't it? Jillian nods. She closes her eyes and sighs. Yeah. The baby starts to cry as she tries to set her down, so Jillian puts her back into the pouch. It's been a real wake-up call. Well, you're all moms now. 
And that means that nothing will ever be the same. After all, you have just met the greatest love of your life. Jillian tenderly caresses her baby in the marsupial pouch against her stomach, the way you do a fluffy pillow. Cut to interior fancy hotel room day. Then, Jillian sleeps soundly, caressing a fluffy hotel pillow with bliss. Slowly, she opens her eyes to find a red rose and note on the pillow next to her. She picks up the note, smiling to herself. It reads, best night of my life, love, Craig. Quick flashbacks of hot, passionate sex, bodies intertwined, rolling about in the sheets. Jillian, wrapped in sheets, basks in the being loved as she sniffs the rose. The scene is serene and romantic, and not where she needs to be right now. Jillian's eyes meet the clock on the nightstand. It reads 9.27 a.m. She shoots up in a panic. Shit. Jillian grabs her clothes from the floor and throws them on her body as quickly as possible. She looks in the mirror, smears off the smudge mascara, and rolls up her hair into a bun. Grabbing a pastry from the pre-ordered room service breakfast feast on the table, Jillian stuffs a pastry in her pocket and chugs a glass of freshly squeezed OJ as she runs towards the door. Jillian comes back to grab the rose and give it one final sniff before running out to her waiting reality. At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on a regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. Cut to interior office conference room day, then. A conference room full of hip young executives sit in a meeting. Josh, 24, surfer dude playing executive for the day, stands at the front of the room in front of a whiteboard. Jillian rushes in, holding a stack of files. Her hair is haphazardly pulled into a bun, and she's wearing her wrinkled dress from last night. Definitely not office appropriate, despite the suit jacket she threw on, but she made it. Jillian does a sheepish hand wave and smiles to the group as she climbs toward her seat. Sorry, um, parking? We have valet. Jillian shoots the assistant a zip-it look. Josh, continue. Jillian squeezes into her seat at the front of the conference table next to Emma, mid-30s, Pan-Asian BFF from college and slightly senior in rank. She seems straight out of the West Elm catalog and probably has a floral-focused Pinterest page to match. Josh leans down to Jillian, sexy, masculine, friendly, as she sits. Sorry, Jill. I mean, it's your account, but I'm trying to get a Tesla. So the cost-benefit to... Emma gives Jillian a look and writes down on her notepad, You're ridiculous. Where were you? Jillian smiles, knowingly writes back, Breakfast meeting. They both stifle their laughing to seem professional. Cut to interior office hallway day, then. Jillian and Emma walk down the hallway, away from the meeting. You have a hickey. Jillian adjusts the collar of her suit jacket to hopefully cover the hickey. Interior office hallway, a different hallway, day. Must have been some good breakfast. Jillian gives her a sheepish coy smile, relishing in a night totally worth any walk of shame she's currently experiencing. Interior office hallway, a different hallway, day. My waffles never give me a hickey. Jillian teasingly hits her with a file. Shh! Cut to interior Jillian's office day, then. Jillian walks to her office and Emma trails her. Jillian holds files around her neck to cover the hickey. Jillian sits at her desk as Emma hangs towards the door. Seriously, though, Jill, I can't keep covering for you. Not now, and you know that. Oh, okay. Fire me, then. You can, partner. Okay, you're fired. 
Emma turns around to leave, then playfully turns back around. But not until you tell me everything about those waffles. Oh, gosh, you know what? I'm so sorry. I can't tell you anything because you just fired me. Uh, okay, you're rehired. Well, his name is Craig. Oh, that's my dad's name. You. You know, I should probably meet your parents. I don't want you to. Especially not my dad. He hits on everyone. Except my mom. Two exec guys pass by the door. Hey, feel better, Jill. Any Mexican be brutal. They exit. Jillian looks at Emma, i.e., what was that? What? I told them you had an explosive emergency. What am I supposed to say? Hey, sorry, she's late. She's banging a client? Shush! Jillian looks around to see who is listening. Jill, look, as your friend and your boss, you have to be more careful. They would replace us in a heartbeat with a guy who they'd pay a lot more. You think you're untouchable. Look, I'm just saying, it's easy to get swept up and lose sight of what matters. Just be careful. I am. And by the way, I'm not getting swept up. He's not some random rendezvous. He's great. (sighs) Do you love him? You love him! (laughs) I want to meet him. Bring him as your plus one. No, I'm not bringing him to your wedding, you crazy. Jill, you're my best friend. If you love him, I'll love him. Bring him. (sighs) Fine, I'll ask him. Oh my god, that is a high school-sized hickey. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Interior car night, Jillian's car, now. Jillian looks in her rearview mirror as she pulls to a red light. Asleep in the backseat is Claire, her baby. Jillian smiles as Claire dreamily slumbers. The light turns green and time stands still as Jillian is caught in a mix of exhaustion and motherly bliss. The car behind Jillian honks once. It honks twice. Jillian blinks out of her daydream and takes a split second to mentally get her bearings and move forward. Apparently a split second is too long because the car behind Jillian's lays hard on its horn and zooms past her. Over! Baby on board! The baby starts crying. No, 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 no! Jillian pulls over to the side of the road and reaches back to pick up Claire. It's okay, shh, it's okay. It's just, just a bad, bad man. Shh, it's okay, I'm here, it's okay. We see several shots of Jillian trying to get Claire to go back to sleep. Under a streetlight, Jillian stands outside the car and bounces Claire in her arms. Jillian places Claire back in the car seat and rocks the car seat. Jillian covers the car seat with a blanket. Jillian reads a puppet book to Claire. She drives around and around in the car. Early dawn breaks as the baby still continues to scream. Please, go to sleep. Please. Cut to exterior Jillian's house driveway morning. Claire has finally fallen asleep. Jillian pulls into the driveway, turns off the car, looks back at the child and decides it's not worth moving her. Cut to exterior Jillian's house driveway late morning. Jillian is fast asleep at the wheel with her seat reclined back. The baby screams Jillian awake. Jillian hazily gets out of the car as two neighbors walk by on their morning walk. Jillian gives them a sheepish wave hello. to interior mom group day present jillian walks into the mom group am i really here again she thinks to herself and then remembers the stroller moment she resolves herself to join the group one by one the moms set themselves up before the group starts jillian finds a spot in the circle and lays out her baby blanket quickly removing the price tag she lays her baby down and goes into her bag for her new notebook to take notes when she returns her focus to the baby she sees boom poop blowout baby style The new blanket is ruined, and Jillian grimaces. Melinda, second-time mom, arrives next to Jillian. Poop blowout. Yeah. 
Melinda, with her baby strapped closely to her in a baby Bjorn, takes out an on-the-go changing station. Together, they triage the poop explosion. Melinda hands Jillian another baby blanket. My first was a boy, so we don't need it anymore. Nothing but pink for this little girl. Gaia, all-natural mom, late 20s, definitely went to protests until the baby came out. Think Zero Waste Store personified as an Ivy League hippie with a Zoe Kravitz vibe, sits next to Melinda. Gaia wears a flowy, all-natural, knotted hemp tank top with patterned balloon pants and holds her baby in a fair trade cloth sling around her body. Raising your baby assigned to heteronormative, commercialized, gender-confining baby colors limits cognitive individualization. Jillian tries to decipher what Gaia just said. Melinda smiles back politely, long beat as the mothers have a polite yet judgmental standoff. Kate, moderator, breezes in with coffee still in hand. Good morning, everyone. Doe, show for Theodosia, a.k.a. Doomsday Mom, sits in a circle wearing brightly colored whimsical prints. She's trying to remind herself what happy means. Her tired, gaunt face betrays her heavy reality. Exhausted and exasperated, she's a black hole capable of sucking the sunlight out of every room. Even on this bright autumn morning, early 30s, Caucasian. Morning. I've been up since three. There is no morning. Well, today we have a new member, Emmy and her baby Jack. Oh, happy to be here. It's just one long day. Woke up at 126, 325, 457. Yes, early motherhood really creates a new normal, right? A baby starts crying. 618, 842. But it gets easier. Another baby starts crying. Uh, well, when you're, you'll adjust. We see Kate's mouth moving, but the crying is drowning her out. Kate motions to Jillian and mouths, Jillian, would you like to start? Jillian starts crying along with the baby. Cut to interior chapel day, Emma's wedding, then. Jillian wipes her tears. Jillian and Emma stand outside the chapel, ready to walk in for the big moment. Emma's in a fairy tale wedding gown, and Jillian, her sidekick, maid of honor in chiffon. Don't cry. You'll make me cry. I'm not crying. They hug. You just look so beautiful. They hug again. You're my best, You're my best, best friend. friend. <laughs> they take a moment to dry each other's tears. <sighs> my dad isn't here yet. I'm used to it, but still, I can't believe him. Em, today is about you, not about him. It's always about him. No, not today. Today is about you, okay? And if he doesn't show up, I'm going to walk you down the aisle. They hug that special hug reserved for those closest in your life. Gilda, the wedding planner, enters. Late 40s, high-strung, wearing a headset and an extremely tight pantsuit. Definitely a soul cycle regular. Father is here. I repeat, father is here. The show can go on places, everyone! Cue music. I'll see you on the other side. Ride. Jillian and Emma hug one last time. Jillian skips up to her spot and takes the arm of her groomsman. The giant wooden doors opens and Jillian leads the way for the procession. Interior chapel day, Emma's wedding, then. Family members and friends fill the pews of the chapel. Flowers adorn every row. The bridesmaids and the groomsmen walk step by step down the aisle. The bridesmaids split from their groomsmen once they enter the altar. Each of the nine bridesmaids take their place on the altar. The church is silent, waiting for the doors to reopen and welcome Emma down the aisle. Dramatic pause. Interior chapel day, aisle, then. Pachelbel's cannon floats through the atmosphere. Cathedral doors part to reveal Emma, majestic, arm in arm, with her ever-absent father, Craig. Silver Fox, late 50s, early 60s, young Marlon Brando meets 1990s Tom Selleck, meets a Centrum Silver commercial, definitely drives a Tesla or two. 
Time slows down as Jillian sees her best friend with her silver fox. Without realizing it, Jillian lets out a yelp. <gasps> I know, beautiful, right? It's Monique Lillier. <laughs> Jillian's eyes tear up as a panic rises in her throat. She can't make sense of her feelings, so she just starts clapping. The other bridesmaids follow suit. Soon, one by one, the entire chapel starts applauding wildly for the father and daughter procession. Everyone is laughing and cheering on their feet like a football game touchdown. Jillian is full-on convulsing as the entire room has a much different experience. Interior chapel day, altar, then. Emma arrives at the altar and hugs her dad. Her eyes swell with gratitude. She mouths, thank you, to him. The congregation's applause subsides as Emma glides to the altar to meet her prince. Craig proudly watches her go and turns to take his seat. With eyes falling upon Jillian, his face drops. He stands still, frozen at the altar. Everyone waits in pin-drop silence. Finally, Gilda, the wedding planner, swoops in to escort Emma's dad to his seat. She's beautiful, right? Such a big day. Thanks for listening to episode one of Mom Circle. Stay tuned for episode two. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Undiscovered Scripts. Movies made of paper. Get it for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about this script, along with details of the cast and crew, please visit our website at moviesmadeofpaper.com. You'll get a whole new story in next week's episode.